In this final episode of our Lent Reflections, Sarah Paulette Jackson, a Formation Group tutor, reflects on Jesus' journey from death to resurrection and his words to the disciples after the Last Supper. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Hello, welcome to this Lent Reflection coming to you this Holy Week as we journey with Jesus to death and resurrection. I wanted to take this opportunity to focus in on the words of Jesus that come directly after the Last Supper, which we remember on Monday Thursday in John's Gospel. In John 13, we have John's account of Jesus eating the Passover meal, washing the feet of the disciples, predicting Judas's betrayal and Peter's denial. Then. The very first verse of John 14, the beginning of what we call the farewell discourses of Jesus, on the cusp of his arrest, Jesus says these words, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. And he repeats it a few verses later in verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So I want to consider these words of Jesus. I don't know how you hear these words, particularly in this time of pandemic and lockdown. I think that this passage and the context that Jesus speaks into has plenty to tell us about why we might be troubled and what it's like to be troubled. And I don't think these words should be heard as um, a cheap attempt to soothe away legitimate distress, nor certainly is it Jesus shaming us for our troubled hearts. In chapters 12 and 13 of John's Gospel, we're told that Jesus himself was troubled. However, what we have here is perhaps a window into a peace, a form of deep peace that Jesus tells us here is possible, even in the face of all manner of real terrors. There are many good reasons to be afraid in the world, as we know, and as the the disciples knew. Jesus is speaking to his disciples in this passage at a moment where life is very troubling. If we look at the context of this passage, um, we see some of the reasons that people might be troubled. And we see some of the reasons that we might be troubled and people we know might be troubled. I think we can identify at least five major reasons that we might be anxious in this world, that our hearts might be troubled. we may experience the fear of death. Jesus is talking about the death that he will die. And he's also indicating the death that the disciples will die. He he talks in John 14 about the mystery that is beyond death, telling them that in his father's house there are many rooms. We, um, We will all die and those we love will die. Perhaps some of us at this moment are particularly caught in a fear of death. 
either um, a fear of our own death or a fear of the death of others. Perhaps we're grieving a death and that is why our hearts are troubled. Death is troubling. It is so strange and terrible that someone could be alive and then not be alive. So we may be experiencing the fear of death. We may experience the fear of abandonment. The fear of broken relationships is another one of the chief fears that holds us. The fear that those we love will leave us. Um, we're often afraid we would not be able to survive such an abandonment. And the fear at the bottom of this that we're not loved enough, we're not valuable enough, not good enough to keep people close. At this moment, Judas has just gone to betray Jesus. And in a way, Judas has therefore betrayed all of the rest of the disciples as well. Not only this, but Jesus himself is threatening to leave them. Several times in chapters 13 and 14, Jesus has said he's going to leave them. And surely this would have provoked in the disciples all kinds of abandonment issues. The fear of being left behind, perhaps. A real fear of heartbreak. So the disciples perhaps experienced <clears throat> this fear of abandonment. We may fear our own failure. Jesus has just told Peter in the last verse of, the, of chapter 13 that he will betray him. We constantly face our own sinfulness, our own brokenness, our justified or unjustified sense of our own compromise, our impotence. We might find that we struggle with ourselves and dislike ourselves and this might be what troubles our heart. And to be at war with ourselves in this way is um, a form of being troubled. And Peter will face more of this um, in the days to come. We may fear the unknown. We're, there's this real sense in this passage, as in many passages in the Gospels, that the disciples really don't know what's going on. In verse 5, Thomas says to Jesus, We don't know where you're going. How can we know the way to get there? You can kind of hear the anxious frustration of it. We don't know. We don't understand. Confusion is a fearful place. Not knowing what to do or what to think is a fearful place. Perhaps you're confused about what you should think about a particular issue or what you should do in the face of it. And it seems both important but unclear. Perhaps you're afraid of what the future holds because so many things about the state of the world seem uncertain and unstable at the moment. So we might fear the unknown and we might fear powers or dark powers that are bigger than ourselves. We live in a world that's populated by forces that we can't control and which are frightening. In verse 30 of chapter 14, Jesus tells the disciples, the prince of this world is coming. He knew that the religious and political authorities were coming to kill him, and he knew the spiritual darkness of this. The obvious thing we continue to face as a global society is this pandemic. It feels so huge, so out of our control. 
I'm tied up with this or alongside this. We and people we know face all kinds of oppressive and unjust systemic forces that bring and bring anxiety with them. The fear of housing market forces, the fear of losing a job or income support or being in debt or other political, corporate or systemic injustices. Any of these things which feel scary and out of our control. And yet to all of this, Jesus says, do not let your heart be troubled. And again, it's not glib and it's not to say, don't think about these things. But rather, in saying this, what he offers his disciples is himself. John 14 is a densely theological speech in which Jesus speaks about the interrelatedness of the persons of the Trinity and of his forthcoming death and resurrection. And in this, he speaks to the fears that brood in the hearts of the disciples. So throughout this passage, he, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. He says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. So here he speaks to the fears of the disciples and he speaks to our fears. To the fear of abandonment, he speaks of his unfailing commitment to us and his presence with us by the Spirit. He will not leave us as orphans, but remains closer to us than we are to ourselves. We are in him and he is in us. To the fear of death, he speaks the reality of his resurrection and what it means for us. He says, because I live, you also will live. To the fear of overwhelming dark powers and to the fear of our own failure, he speaks of his victory over these broken things. The resurrection of Jesus doesn't only speak of the pattern the resurrection of our physical bodies, but the resurrection transformation of all things. That God lives, love wins. This is a truer reality than the forms of brokenness we find ourselves, we, we find in ourselves and in the world. And this is a reality that Jesus invites us into to work with him in this reality. And though we live with so much uncertainty, Jesus invites us to himself as the way. And in this, he makes us secure, despite the unknown. So as we continue to walk the path of Holy Week, my prayer for you is that you would know this truth at the bottom of all things. Because of Jesus' death and resurrection, that you might know Jesus' invitation. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Amen. Thanks for journeying with us throughout Lent. If you enjoyed these reflections, can we encourage you to tune into GodPod? 
It's a monthly podcast where theologians Graham Tomlin, Jane Williams, Mike Lloyd and the occasional guest speaker get together to discuss the burning issues of God, theology, life and much, much more. You can find Godpod at spdc.hdb.org or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.